Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. All right. How you doing, everyone? I'm Ross Salzberg, and once again, I want you all to listen up here and get a load of this. Instead of MLB standing for Major League Baseball, it should mean more lunacy beckons. Because I'm telling you, folks, the one thing that MLB is good at is screwing the game up. And this latest uproar over pitchers doctoring baseballs is just a lame excuse to cover up just how badly the game is being played today. So like I said, listen up because you're really going to want to get a load of this. When I say lame excuse, I mean lame excuse. First of all, Baseballs have been doctored since the beginning of time, okay? And whether you like it or not, it has been an unwritten rule that it's acceptable. Now, I'm going to get into a bunch of things here, but I'm telling you off the top. If any of you out there are comparing this as equal to the cheating of steroids and and performance enhancing drugs you're out to lunch you're in left field because it is not remotely the same thing not remotely the same thing okay but we'll get into that as we go along to me when i say it's a lame excuse There is so many things that are wrong with baseball, and you've heard me doing my podcast time and time again, itemize what the hell is wrong. From the way it's played, to the gambling being allowed, to Pete Rose being on the outside looking in, any which way you want to look, you're going to find something wrong with the game of baseball. Any which way you want to look. But now they're coming up, this big thing is that they're doctoring baseballs, and it's it's that that's why hitters are so poor, and that's why the game is changing so much. That's a bunch of crap. That is a bunch of crap. 
All right? You know, first of all, players... Let me get into the steroid comparison, okay? First of all, guys who might be doctor in baseballs aren't breaking laws, okay? They're not breaking laws. Steroid users are breaking laws. Actual laws. We're not talking about baseball rules, okay? So, so don't make that comparison, whatever you do. But they're talking about how the game, you know, this strikeouts are up in the game of baseball. Strikeouts are up in the game of baseball. That's because when you doctor baseball and you use certain substances, which I'll get into, some of the sub- substances being named, what the hell were they? One is called um, spider tack, which is used, I didn't even know what the hell it was. It's used for gripping atlas stones. What the hell are atlas stones? I didn't know what that was. I didn't know what that is. They're used in like these strongman competitions. Another thing is what they call monkey hands. Another sticky, gooey substance. (laughs) How about this? It's recommended for pole dancing and circus training. I don't know if a pole dancer in a strip joint uses uh, monkey hands, but let's not even go there because th- th- we, we can have a good time with that. Then there's something else that's called pelican grip, which is a uh, blend of pine tar and rosin. Hmm, it's a blend of pine tar and rosin. Well, pine tar is used on bats and rosin and rosin bags are left on a pitcher's mouth for the pitches. Okay. And Theo Epstein, who is now a consultant for Major League Baseball, a terrific, uh, very astute baseball man. I mean, he, he he was part of, he was a general manager, president, whatever the hell you wanted to call him. He was the, the head of both the Boston Red Sox and then the Chicago Cubs, ending each team's drought of winning a World Series, okay? So he knows his baseball. But he talks about what Major League Baseball wants. Obviously, he's consulting, so he's going to stick stick up for them. All I'm quoting Theo Epstein. All parties in the game, especially the fans, have an interest in leveling the playing field between pitcher and hitter and pitcher to pitcher. All right? Here's how you level the playing field in my, Russ Salzberg's estimation. And I guarantee you, I'm not alone in this because I hear from fans all the time. I can't tell you for as long as I've been covering sports and there are different things and, you know, baseball and, you know, over the years, hey, Russ, do you like the DH? And and, and I don't like the DH and but a beep, but a bop, but a boop. You do and I don't and it's better for this. It takes away the strategy and uh, I, all that. You hear those conversations all the time. But I've never heard so many complaints today in this day and age of, oh my God, how the game is being played. And I brought this stuff up recently to you. I brought it up recently to you. Pitchers are getting hit at almost a 30% increase from three or four years ago. Strikeouts are off the charts and we have all these no hitters. And you're going to tell me 
that this is a result of substances or scuffing a baseball? That's bullshit. You want to level the playing field? Take the analytics and stick them up your keister. What do you think of that? Take the analytics and stick them right up your keisters, MLB. Really? You want to level the playing field? Tell these hitters to forget about your launch angle. As I said before, today's power hitters aren't power hitters. They're feast or famine hitters. It's all or nothing at all. That's the problem. That's one of the problems in Major League Baseball. That's why strikeouts are off the charts. Off the charts. Because small ball, as we used to call it, small ball has disappeared. What a small ball, if any of you don't know, it's moving runners over. It's singles and doubles and hitting behind runners and being able to lay down a bunt. All that stuff has become a lost heart, a lost art. I sh- yeah, also lost heart too, because nobody has the heart to do it anymore, which is ridiculous. They're taking away all the fun out of the game. I I hate when I gotta hear. Well, you can't ask this guy to bunt. He's never bunted before. He's never bunted before. He's a freaking major leaguer. Any schmuck can put the bat on a ball. What are we talking about here? You might figure out that I'm agitated. This, this has been a complaint to me, you've, as you've heard me say, for a long time. But to use doctored, doctored baseballs as an excuse, this has been going on forever. It was, call it an unwritten rule, so now they decided they're going to clamp down on the rule. You know what? If you want to clamp down a rule... On the rule, God bless you. But that's not going to whitewash and clean away all the shit that's wrong with baseball. You you want hitters to uh, get their averages up? Be able to score more runs and, and stuff like that? Well, how come? How come? I never see guys the odd time. The rare, rare time when this stupid-ass shift is put on, when the shift is put on to one side of the infield or the other side of the infield, how come common sense, these are major league hitters who should be able to manipulate their bats, just hit it the other way. Just hit it the other way. It's a wide-open field for you. You know what happens? If you keep hitting it the other way, they're going to stop shifting on you. And you know what's also going to happen if you keep hitting the other way? You're going to get base hits and your average is going to go up. And you know what? When your average goes up and it gets to a certain level, you're going to make more money. Stop this shit that only home run hitters make money. There have been plenty of baseball players who made money being good, solid ball players. Let me tell you, all the guys from yesteryear, all the guys, Mays, Aaron, Mantle, all those guys, they were all five toolers. They can run, hit, throw, hit for power and steal bases, do everything and field. 
Talk about me, talk to me about what's wrong with baseball? And they're talking about doctoring baseballs. I, I mean, folks, listen, some of you who, who are younger, you might not know all, all the names. A Gaylord Perry. I mean, the guy's a Hall of Famer. Gaylord Perry is probably, at least in my lifetime, the most widely recognized spitballer ever. I mean, he had a book, you know, Me and the Spitter. The guy won 314 games in his career. He lost 265. He was a Cy Young Award winner, not once, but twice in 72 and 78. This is from his book, Me and the Spitter. I reckon I tried everything on the old apple, but salt and pepper and chocolate sauce topping. For those of you who, again, are not familiar with Gaylord Perry, his uh, substance of choice uh, was, he preferred Vaseline yeah, on his hat, belt, shirt, wherever. He, and he'd, he, he said, I quote, I'd always have grease in at least two places. Okay? In, in his 22-year career, he was caught only once. He had a 10-game suspension. And, and what he also did, this is, this is actually, I, I, I don't think, it's, it's, it's funny, but it's also smart. Everyone knew, everyone in baseball who stood up to the plate to face Gaylord Perry in every one of those games, 314 wins, 265 losses. In every one of those games, everyone knew that he was going to throw a spitter. Everyone knew. And Perry made sure to take his finger and rub his brow before every pitch. And this way, the players didn't know if a spitter was coming or not. So he had it in their mind. He had them on the heels thinking about it. Thinking about it. The chairman of the board, the beloved Whitey Ford, the beloved Whitey Ford, 236 wins, 106 losses, Hall of Famer, Cy Young Award winner in 1961. His catcher, one of his catchers, when it wasn't Yogi, Elston Howard, who followed, Elston would scrape the ball on the ground before tossing it back to Whitey. Yeah. It was all part of the game. And you know what? Everybody knew about it. And baseball was in its golden time. And Whitey... This was, he, he said this in 1987, all right? Because that's, that's when his book came out. Uh, slick. If the money had been as good in those days as it is now, I would have pitched into my 40s. And I, I would have used whatever I needed to get the batters out. There was no excuse and there was no whining, there was no belly aching. Joe Negro, 
Brother of Phil, also 22 years, a record of 221 wins, 204 losses. Didn't win a Cy Young, but he came second once, fourth once. I, I mean, an emery board, sandpaper, they found on him. Okay? Mike Scott, everybody in New York, especially who remembers the 86 World Series and NLCS for the Houston Astros, he was accused during, during the NLCS of scuffing a ball. He had some good logic. Every ball that hits the ground, he said, has something on it. I've thrown balls that were scuffed, but I haven't scuffed every ball that I've thrown. Every ball that hits the ground has a mark on it. Every ball. Don Sutton. His first team with the Dodgers, other teams as well. 324 wins, 256 losses in a 23-year career. He was only caught scuffing the ball once. He was handed at the time a 10-game suspension, but after threats, he and his representatives made threats of lawsuits, the suspension was dropped. <laughs> then he how's this for a comment from from uh from him, from Don Sutton? I ought to get a black and decker commercial out of it. The only fun I get now is hiding dirty notes in my uniform pockets for the umpires to find when they search me. That was in 1982. Then, like in 1998, uh, he was asked by MLB, MLB.com, did you cheat? And Sutton's reply was, no, I never got caught cheating. I've said this to you before, folks. I'll say it again. Part of the problem with baseball today, number one, pitchers don't know how to pitch. Yeah, they're bigger and stronger, but they don't know how to pitch because you know what? It's the same thing with the hitters. The hitters are taught just to concentrate on hitting home runs, and these guys are just taught to concentrate on speed. They're not taught to concentrate on pitching. On pitching. You know what? There was a game here the other night when the best pitcher in baseball today, Jake Jacob DeGrom, was pitching. Uh, it was Friday night against the uh, Padres. You know, he got his ERA down to 0. Point, what's it, 0.56 or 0.59. He had 10 strikeouts in six innings. Then he had a little tenderness in his elbow, so he left. There was a point in the telecast where Gary Cohn, the play-by-play man, for those of you who aren't familiar with the Mets broadcast team, had, I'm paraphrasing now, made some kind of remark that Jacob is just a tick off tonight. Like he wasn't maybe hitting at 100 miles an hour. Maybe he was hitting at 99 or 98, whatever the hell it was at the time. And Keith Hernandez... So properly interjected immediately and said, well, like, hold on a second. 
Yeah, he might be a tick off on the radar gun, but the fastball is exploding across the plate. And as soon as I heard that, it reminded me of something I might have said, I don't recall, I might have said to some of you folks here before, Sandy Koufax. Sandy Koufax, my guy. Anybody who's listened to me knows he was my guy. His career turned in 1961. He won 18 games that year, but, but he was just coming in. That's when it all started. But in spring training that year, and, and if, some of you might not remember, you've you got to be old enough uh, to remember that, there was a time when pitchers in spring training games didn't just give you one inning. They might have give you seven, eight, or a complete game. Anyway, the Dodgers were short on pitching or something, and and the manager told the manager at the time was um, Walter Alston said, "Listen, we're going to need you going a lot of innings today." So in the first inning, and I forget who he was uh, facing, what what team, but in the first inning, right off the bat, and this was his problem when he first came up, Wild, he walked the first three hitters, walk worked, walked the first three hitters. So what happens? The catcher, Norm Sherry, whose brother, by the way, was Larry Sherry, a relief pitcher, who was also a, a hero for the Dodgers in the 59 World Series. But anyway, Norm Sherry goes to talk to Koufax on a mound and says, why don't you take a little something off the ball? Why don't you try not to throw as hard? Just try it. Just try it, Sandy. Sherry goes back behind a plate. Sandy takes a little something off the ball, strikes out the next three batters. Boom, boom, boom. They get into the dugout. Right away, Sherry goes up to Colfax and says, do you realize you were throwing harder when you took something off than you were throwing before? Colfax says, what do you mean? And Sherry explained to him, because you got in a rhythm and the ball was exploding. You got in a rhythm and the ball was exploding. Now, everybody is preoccupied. You can't watch a telecast where you don't hear about on every pitch how many miles per hour. When a ball is hit out of the ballpark, you don't hear exit velocity and launch angles. Every time. People are obsessed with speed. I mean, the Koufaxes, the Drysdales, the Gibsons. I mean, whoever you... Name them. They all threw smoke. But they knew how to throw smoke. Guys, today, they come in. Same, same reason why, like I said, hit batters up. They come in. They don't know how they're, where they're throwing, half of them. How many guys? How many guys with the exception of... Really today, with the exception of Jacob deGrom, you think about going the distance. Today, if somebody gives you five good innings, six innings, it's, oh, it's a quality performance. Then you have these relief pitches coming in for an inning at a time, just throwing heat. They might not know where they're throwing, but boy, that 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 marker, that, that uh, uh, speed gun shows you, wow, 100, 101. I mean, come on. 
And you're telling me it's doctored baseballs? Really? If you want to improve the game, why don't you teach guys to play properly? I can't begin to tell you how many major leaguers that come up. Again, I've I've stood around enough batting cages. I can't tell you the last time I stood at a batting cage. And I've been in this business for 35, 36 years. I can't tell you the last time I stood in a batting cage. Okay? Around the batting cage. And watched guys do anything but try and hit home runs. Any and everybody. I've never seen guys trying to lay down a bunt, practice bunting. I've never seen guys concentrate on hitting the opposite way. You want to improve hitting? You want to prevent defenses from shifting? Learn how to do all those things. Why is a bun obsolete? I'd like to know that. You want to know the game? game what what does pitching, what does uh, doctored baseballs have to do with the asinine decision to have extra innings start in the tenth inning with a runner on second base? What asinine? What, what's that got to do with doctored baseballs? You know what's scuffed? Not baseballs, it's the brains of the executives running baseball. How about seven-inning doubleheaders? How about seven-inning doubleheaders? What's that got to do with doctored baseballs? How would you like this, folks? How would you like this? You get down to the last day of the regular season. And let's say it was your team... uh, whoever it is, it's the Mets, it's the Yankees, it's the Red Sox, it's the Toronto Blue Jays, it's the San Diego Padres, it's whoever the hell you want it to be. That team has to play a doubleheader on its last game because there's a game that they needed to be made up. So they're playing, they got to play a doubleheader. And you're telling me in games on the last day of the season that need to decide who's going to win a said division, it's going to be decided by a seven-inning doubleheader games? Really? But you're worried about Dr. Baseballs? Dr. Baseballs, this is the problem? And I know they're saying, well, when you use some of this stuff like spider attack or, or monkey hands or something, the RPM, the revolutions per minute, go up to like, it's like 500 revolutions per minute as opposed to, I don't know, 100 or something like that. Uh, Some science lab came out with that if the spin rate goes up 10%, it equals three quarters of an inch more movement. Uh, I don't know who's measuring this, but that's what's wrong with baseball. That's what's wrong with baseball. Nothing else is wrong with the game. I'll, I'll give you something else that's wrong with the game. That doctored baseballs have nothing to do with it. Gambling. Pete Rose is still out of baseball because he gambled. He's not allowed in. He's still out. Yet baseball has embraced gambling. 
embraced it. You can't turn on a freaking game without seeing an advertisement about gambling. You can't turn on and listen to a game without an advertisement about gambling. You can't open up a newspaper without ads telling you about gambling. Yet Pete Rose still remains the greatest hitter of all time in terms of getting hits. The all-time hits leader. Can't get into baseball. It's not into the Hall of Fame because he gambled. You're telling me times change? You're telling me that times change so what was acceptable for the... the um, the users, like I mentioned, the Gaylord Perrys and the Don Suttons and the Whiteys and, and the Negroes and the Mike Scotts. And, and Ian, I remember Don Drysdale. Don Drysdale was throwing a spitter and an umpire called time and asked Drysdale he wanted to see the ball. So Do Drysdale rolled the ball to him on the grass. <laughs> you telling me times have changed so this can't be allowed today? Fine. Times have changed. So since times have changed from when Pete Rose was gambling on a game and gambling was, ta gambling was taboo, it was on every, um, there was a sign on every wall in every locker room of Major League Baseball, both for the home team and the, and the visitors. So if times have changed, times have changed. Let Pete Rose back in. Don't give me this shit that doctored baseballs are what's wrong. What needs to be doctored are the minds of the people running Major League Baseball. It really is. I mean, Garrett Cole of the Yankees, whether you are a Yankee fan or not, is one of the best pitchers in baseball. You know, I mean, in my estimation, New York has the two best pitchers in baseball. One's with the Mets, who is the best, Jacob deGrom. And I'd say the other one is J uh, Garrett Cole. So Der Garrett Cole, they were roasting Der Garrett Cole because he was asked and he felt a little awkward in talking about it, about uh, using substances. <sighs> the guy's a br not good, brilliant pitcher. And whether he uses substances or not, he'd still be a brilliant pitcher. One of the best. You know, if that's the case, if we want to talk about shit like that, what are we going to do? Are we going to tell pitchers to... Well, hold on a second. You can't throw a cut fastball. You can't throw a four-seamer. Um, let's do away with the... Hard slider. Let's do away with the overhand curve. I mean, what are we getting to? And let's remember something else. Pine tar is used, as I said, on every bat. On every bat, pine tar is used. On every bat. You see the rosin bag behind every pitcher's mound all the time. It's right there on every telecast. Really? I, I believe me, folks. I had no intention of talk. I'm telling you, I had no intention of talking about baseball today. You know, when I looked at the schedule, I says, "Whoa, whoa!" I got the Nets that were playing on Sunday. I had the Islanders that were playing on Sunday. Who, by the way, the Islanders won. Uh, they beat Tampa, and uh, the Phillies beat the Yankees. 
Phillies beat the Yankees and the Nets lost to Milwaukee. By the way, that's another thing. I just said the Phillies beat the Yankees. The Phillies were playing, the, uh, the Yankees were playing the Phillies in Philadelphia. Who's the manager of the Phillies? Joe Girardi, who was the manager for a long time of the Yankees. Kind of a marquee matchup. Interleague marquee matchup. So you know what? On a Friday night, the Yankees didn't play. Not because they were rained out. They weren't scheduled to play. What's wrong with Major League Baseball? Do they have their heads up their asses? How do you not schedule the New York Yankees to be playing a baseball game on a Friday night? Please explain that one to me. I would like to know the logic behind that. What, do, what does doctored baseballs have to do with that? Baseball is all screwed up. It's all screwed up, folks. And by using doctored baseballs as, as a, a major, major issue is just taking the light, the light off, the spotlight off of everything else that is wrong with baseball. Take your choice. Exit velocities, uh, strikeouts, hits batters, gambling, Pete Rose, uh, shifts, seven-inning doubleheaders, extra innings with runners running uh, starting on second base. Not enough day games for kids. I can go on and on. But now we're going to get our balls in an uproar. Major League Baseball is going to get its balls in an uproar over doctored baseballs that have been good doing it since the beginning of time. But they're going to stand tough and tell you, well, times have changed. We can't tolerate it anymore. Well, if times have changed, and this is now 2021, let the times change accordingly. You got plenty of gambling. You didn't have it in the past. I, I, I'm just repeating myself because it's, it's idiotic what is being done. Major League Baseball is t- playing the fans for suckers. That's what they're doing. And it pisses me off to no end. Folks, don't buy it. Don't buy it one bit. The problem with Major League Baseball is how it's being run. And listen, I I campaign vigorously, campaigned vigorously for Rob Manfred to become the commissioner of baseball when he was a candidate. Vigorously. And you know what? He's really disappointed. I think his leadership is in the outhouse. Not in the penthouse, it's in, the, it's in the outhouse. And he needs, I don't know, a plumber, rotor rooter, or something to fix it. Because right now, I'm getting an awful stench from Major League Baseball. And that, my friends, is a wrap on today's Get a Load of This. Now I'd like to get a load of you. Let me know your thoughts on today's podcast. You can always do that on Twitter at Russ Salzberg. You can uh, do it on Facebook. You can always check out my website at russalsberg.com. I'd like to thank my home here at Believe.com because, as you know, I say it every time, Believe is the number one podcast network for professionals. But above all, I want to thank you, the fans out there, because without you, the fans, you, the people, I'd have nobody here to be talking to. So until next time, it is I, Russ Salzberg, saying to each and every one of you, bye-bye, so long, farewell. Have a great week, everybody. And don't buy the nonsense that Major League Baseball is trying to sell you.
life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.